Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, good again. Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing what me, bro. good with you, bro? <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. Podcast. We are back in the building. Wow, feels like forever, but it's only been about two and a half months. Last time we were in here, uh, we were previewing Mahomes versus Brady. Yep. Um, yeah. Wrapping up season one of TV Podcast. Um, had a great football year, but we're on to bigger, better things. Last year was last year. Um, we had some big storylines in the offseason that we missed. Uh, we had some trades. We had a couple QB moves I want to start with. Um, Jared Goff gets traded for Matthew Stafford. A bunch of number one picks. Stafford in L.A., do we like it? Do we not like it? We're not going to spend a bunch of time on it, but what's your guys' thoughts? We talked about that one a little bit on the last episode, yeah, and, we got, I, and I yeah. was a big fan of saying that the Lions absolutely right, killed that trade. Right. 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 I, I, was, I, was, I was on the other end. I thought Rams were you know win-now team. thought Stafford gives them a little bit more edge. So, yeah, I was, I was kind of on that Rams, that Rams. Rams are favored to win the NFC West since the trade. So I mean, a lot of the people, the gamblers, all think the Rams is a good move. Well, for the for the immediate future, it is. But right? it's, it's Super Bowl or bust. It is. Oh, it is. Super Bowl or bust. Yes. Then we had Sam Darnold gets traded from the Jets to Carolina, which kind of opens up as we're going to get into. That was a huge. Um, yeah, we got to talk trades. Yeah, the Jets are going to need a quarterback yeah. now going into the draft. Um, but Sam Darnold, fresh start. I want to just kind of touch on that in Carolina. Do we like it? I love it. He has weapons. He has a fresh start. He has a young coach that actually knows how to coach. Uh, he, you know, he got dealt a bad hand in New York. And oh, terrible hand. So hopefully, you know, CMC stays healthy. They don't depend on Sam Darnold just being everything, and they, he has good weapons. I, he lo- does. I love it. It's a young team, too. He does. Um, free agency. Free agency's kind of wrapped up. Any moves we like, any teams we like that were active in free agency. Um, Patriots were incredibly That's active. my team. Like, I think Patriots did, a, did everything they can. They bring back Cam, but then they bring back... Or uh, they bring in two dynamic tight ends, kind of like they had before. Yep. Um, they get all those guys back from COVID. They're a team to watch this year as we move forward into our preview for the 21 season. Um, yep. Free agency, for the most part, pretty average. Not anything yeah, special that solid. stuck out. Um, I mean, there weren't really any big names that kind of flip-flopped. I mean, I there thought, were some receivers. You got uh, Will Fuller going to the Dolphins. Yeah, was a pretty uh, good move, I'd say. Corey Gold, Davis Gold. going... Um, from Jets. Te- yeah, to the Jets, to the Jets, a giant, the giant. So, yeah. those, so those are some big changes. I think the one shout out team I just want to give out to is Chargers getting Corey Lindsey. Um, They've got two of your offensive linemen. They in got the last two years. Too. Yeah, I mean he's best, probably best the best center, center in, in the league. Yeah. So it's good. Hey, let's get Herbie, the guy. Corey Lindsey will be good for you know three to four years, probably top of and then top the, level stuff. And then the Chiefs get pro- arguably the most. Admired free agent on the offensive line with Tunley, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was a big which one. was a big one for Patrick Mahomes. So we'll see how it goes. But all in all, we come back for one reason: the, the day that me and B, the NFL guys, and K Moore, the college guys, collab, just and where we come together as one, where he brings his college football that knowledge, climax? we bring <laughs> we bring our NFL <laughs> knowledge, and we all come together to see where we're at. So, without this, this further, is all, this is all I care about. Without I, further ado, uh, wow! Wow! Oh, I love that. We're here. Sound. We are here to the twenty-one NFL draft. 
we're going to bring you guys everything from the top storylines um, all the way to an actual mock draft. We're going to be going through a full mock draft. But before we get into that, it is time for our Golden Road drink of the day. So Golden Road is our drink of the day. We're actually sipping on some Golden Roads right now. Uh, B, what do you got? I got a Balboa Blonde. It's a little sweet. It's got like a, it's a light beer with a little hint of like a, maybe a pomegranate or I don't know, grapefruit? Something, something, something yeah, fruity I'm, in there. I was not expecting it. I was like, I'm going to. I thought I was just going to get a blonde. I was, was going to get, get like a blonde, blonde IPA. It, it's got some Pomegranate fruit and strawberry, it says. Oh, is it that? It does say that. Yeah, I'm well, drinking so the it's same. Pretty, it's pretty sweet. Um, I'm drinking the same. It's interesting. I'm down for it. I, t- I typically don't like fruit beers, but, but actually I could drink this. Yeah, it's like good. I'm, I'm kind it's of summertime. This, yeah. this is a this is a good summer beer. I'm drinking the Golden Road Hazy Roller IPA. Outstanding. Hazy IPA. Yeah. It's a very light I'm IPA. Next. It's outstanding. Um, so that's our Golden Road drink of the day. So it's time, boys. We're here for the draft. Um, we've done our research. We've been grinding this whole offseason. We were ready for football back, and we loved the, the draft. The draft is one of those things that it's like, I could look up a million mock drafts per day, and it's still not enough mock drafts. No, uh, you look for one. I look for anybody that does a mock draft. I want to see it. We're kind of yeah, I want to see Kuiper and McShay's every week. I want to see a jerk-off next door's mock draft. Oh, yeah, ESPN, I just gotta know. CBS, I don't care. I'll read it. Right? I'll read it. Yeah. Just I'm because right. it's wild. I mean, there was that one point when it was before all the trades, and we were even talking. We are like, after pick two... At that point, this is when the Dolphins still had it, and it was like, who are they going to take? Chase, Sewell, like a million guys. We're like, after pick two, it could be anything. You like, know, the amount of trades, you know we knew nothing going in. And now we have a little bit of a better idea, probably at three. But even then, at three, we still don't know which quarterback. We, we and don't. And after, after we three, don't. there's a lot of people saying the Falcons are going to trade back. Bengals have a tough decision to make because there's about three guys in the mix still, depending on who falls. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff still at stake here. So I think we're going to see a lot of trades. I think we, more than we've already seen. Um, obviously, we'll get someone in, into the trades when we start this mock yeah. draft. Oh, I want to go over uh, trade props, trade props, or oh, just yeah. draft props. Um, <laughs> let's start with the quarterback position because every year we talk about the quarterbacks, um, and it's an interesting one. You got Trevor Lawrence and then a bunch of other guys that people have all over the place. Yeah. It seems like Zach Wilson's right now kind of took that leap as a number two guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, people, people love him. It, it seems like there's a consensual like he's picked two. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it seems. So where do we go? Assuming you know, those two guys are gone. Where? What, what's our thoughts? I know we, we have the reports out that the Niners like Mac Jones, that they like Fields, and they love Trey Lance's workout. What do we got on this? Yeah, I mean. Not their their pick, if but we're just review, talk about the quarterback position. I mean, should we talk about the trade that went down first? I mean, yeah, that's I mean, the biggest piece of this. So yeah, the, it is I mean, the biggest piece, and I'll and talk it's about the most interesting yeah, piece from the Niners' Go perspective ahead. here. I mean, I absolutely hate it, and I'll tell you why. A couple reasons: one, we gave up way too much for this pick mm-hmm. for the third best quarterback in this draft. Technically, we gave up two future first rounds on top of our current first round. That's a ton, and not to mention, I think there's like a third or fourth somewhere mixed yeah. in there. It's a ton of draft capital. The Dolphins absolutely finessed us in that aspect. And again, as a Niner fan, my first reaction is, okay, we're going up to get our guy. That's fine. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to trust Lynch. I'm going to trust Shanahan. They got us to a Super Bowl. They're fantastic, you know, GM, head coaching combo. But we're at the point now where it's confusing to me because you trade up to three. I hope you have someone identified as your guy. And 
That is not the case at all right now. I, don't, I think you're and completely wrong on that. And that is my problem. I, I think why, they, they have wrong? a guy. Okay, that's fine. But, they're playing Ranger games. But, yet, but why they are they have playing the games? Because they want the rest of the league not to be dialed in. I mean, that's that's the beauty of the NFL draft. We'll see. Is they don't want to sit on their guy. They're playing with the rest of the NFL like who's trying to make moves. Honestly, we, trades that shouldn't happen. Even, we, we, could, we could be sitting there at three and Zach Wilson's still there. No. I mean, is that far really, a it's not. Yes. I don't think it's that far of a stretch. I, I don't I'm think with it either. No, it's Zach Wilson's going to. I mean, I agree, I agree but <laughs> Zach Wilson's going to. But that's not like the. the I Doug, get it. You know, Douglas, the GM over there in New York, hasn't been like, yeah, Zach Wilson. No, not guy. a lot of people have Zach Wilson at two. Me being one of them, I don't think he's the second best quarterback in the draft. But I, I just, I'm worried that the Niners, like I said, if it's reindeer games, that's kind of weird to be playing this game when you're a guy anyway, because they go to Mac Jones is over Fields. That was, that was a definite thing that happened. Then Fields and Lance both have pro days. They both GM and head coach go to both of those pro days and yeah. run them nonetheless. Mm-hmm. So run them. They ran them. They said, okay, here are the drills you are going to do and today, then Trey Lance. You have a handful of people strongly believe Trey Lance is their guy now. Well, it flip-flopped at one point. Mac Jones was the betting favorite yeah. at three. Then it went to Fields. And then Trey Lance, at this point of our podcast, just had one yesterday. And a lot of people, a lot of NFL minds are saying Trey Lance is the guy. That's what worries me. We did not identify anyone. Maybe they have someone identified, and it is a reindeer game, see why? But it does not appear I think that, that way. I, think, I know it doesn't appear. I think that's what they want. I think that's what they want. They want to keep it close to I, the vest. They don't want to let anyone know. I think they know, <laughs> but I think the guy knows. There's no way it's Mac Jones, right? It could know. be, but regardless, yeah, 100% could be. But regardless, at this point, if it's Mac Jones, if it's Justin Fields, if it's Trey Lance, I still think we gave up way too much yeah. for the third best quarterback in a draft. In any yeah. draft, I mean, come on, right? Stafford, they got the Rams gave up less for Stafford, and I said Who's that was proven. a bad trade. Yeah. Who's more proven. proven than whoever the fuck we're going to draft? One hundred percent. So I think the Niners lost this trade. I'm obviously hopeful that we get somebody that can take us to the Super Bowl. I just don't see too big of an upgrade from Garoppolo from any of these three. So the Dolphins trade that they trade that pick. They go to twelve. They go ahead and flip that right away with Philadelphia and move up to six. Yeah, yeah. who we think is going to be a skill player. Let's talk about the skill players because the wide receiver position is a very good one. Let's you know, let's throw Pitts in there because he's let, let's be yeah. honest, he's a receiver. Where do we kind of rank those guys up at the top of the top of the draft? I have Chase as the best player in the draft. Wow. wow. Period. I said this. You did. You've been on this for a I, while. I've been on this for a while. And I said it before he opted out. I said, yeah. LSU's going to be good. They still have the you know the best player in football. Yeah. Um, he opted out, but nothing has changed. The man is dynamic. He, he scored. He had 1,700 yards, 20 touchdowns when the team had Justin Jefferson, Terrence Marshall Jr., who will probably be a first-round pick yeah. early second in this draft. He's proven himself time and time again. He opted out. We hate the opt-outs. We hate explain him. that. But talent-wise, he goes. You draft him. He goes and starts on your team, makes your team immediately better. No, he's a freak. There's no questions asked. I mean, the difference between – because we have these debates every year. It's like, okay, this year's draft, last year's draft, yeah. which one's better? I think this year's draft is so top-heavy where you have Pitts, Chase, Devontae Smith, who all could be – Pro Bowlers, Hall of Famers, you know, given to this point. I mean, you have two Politnikoff winners, and then Pitts at one point was a Heisman conversation. Mm -hmm. Whereas last year, you had a ton of guys 
Judy, you know, Lamb, Pittman, like guys deep, Higgins, well into the second round Dude, that were yeah. dudes. Claypool Dude, went Claypool. late second round. Like Pittman, yeah. the last year's draft was a little more deep. This one's got the absolute top firepower where yeah, you have Kyle Pitts, who people, I mean, at one point, Mel Kuyper had him going number two to the Jets before the Sam Darnold trade. Like you have absolute oh. firepower oh, no. at the top of this draft. Kyle Pitts is one of the probably best college football tight end you've ever watched. Yeah, he's, and he's, he's a dynamic freak who can run well, a 4-4. He's Darren Waller. Like, yeah, he you, is. You, you comp him to Darren Waller. He, he he will block when he has to, but come on. The guy is going to be dynamic in the passing game yeah. so like, we know the wherever skill, he goes. We know the skill players are good on the receiver side and tight end with, with Pitts. Um, it's a very deep offensive line group. And it's a very deep corner group. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the defense side of the ball really quick. Because there's not that name at the top that we've seen in the last most recent years. That's a top five defensive pick. True. That's yeah. a that's a sure fire. Like a DN D tackle. Or that you're even like, a corner. Oh, they're going pick four. You know, we don't have that corner. We don't have Cuda. We don't have the Cuda this year. We don't have, you know, the I mean, Miles if, Garrett. But if so, if Caleb Farley didn't just have surgery out, and he opted out and opt out and the surgery, you if he goes and plays a full season, we might we be might, talking about but, him at pick but, five. But we pick don't. Six. So let's talk about the defense side of the ball. Who do we think is going to be that first pick? Who do we like on the defensive group? I don't know who necessarily is going to be the first pick, but that, you guys know tough, me. That's a tough one. Michael you're, Parsons yeah, is an absolute monster. He's a freak. He's projected. He's an absolute good. monster, and people are sleeping on him. Like, I would not – I'm not saying that's going to happen, but, like, if I'm the Falcons at four, I have a good argument for taking Michael Parsons just because he's the best player in this draft. Outside of, outside of Trevor Lawrence. Like he really? pretend, he wow. is an f- absolute freak, and he, the only reason why he's slipping so much is because he opted out. You watch him tape sophomore year; he and, was an and absolute the, dude. And the quarterbacks, I mean, you be honest, like you, we don't see one, two, three, possibly four quarterbacks ever. Yeah, that's crazy. It's pretty rare. You know I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy. Rare. I mean, I really like Patrick Sertain. I oh, think I love he is the best defensive player. I think he's a lockdown corner in this league for a long time. Um, he has a strong bloodline. His dad played in the league. The only problem with the corner position, though, is there's three corners that are all very good. Yeah, you Whereas got last it. year you had Akuda, who was like by far the best. Yeah, because you yeah, got they're all very lot. good, and they're all very mm-hmm. similar man to man corners. Yeah, so you it's got, difficult. You got Horn. Yeah, you got Sertain, and then you, you got, got Farley and Farley. Farley. Tech, yeah, yeah. So I mean, all three of those guys kind of all of them could go top fifteen. They're yeah. all really, or really good players. Or they could all slip to in the first. They very well could. I mean, Just because people's you know team needs things like that, yeah. but. I'm with Cody. I think Patrick Sertan is the first defense player off the board. You could be. I think he just starts. He immediately goes and he guards the second best, maybe best receiver on the opposite side of the field. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the most dynamic and intriguing draft of all time in my mind with the fact that we've never had these opt-outs like this. Right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't an opt-out of like, I'm going to opt-out for bowl season. It's like I've opted out the whole year. So the last game tape a lot of these guys have from two years ago. So how much of a factor is that going to be for these NFL GMs? We don't know. I think, so are guys going to slide yeah. because of it or guys don't care about it? That's going to be such an intriguing storyline. Well, we to go back through. to what Kevin said, I think top-heavy, like this draft, very yeah. top-heavy. After 15, there's a cluster of a lot of players that could go from 15 to 40. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. But 1 through 15 is the best it's players, top, and it's not close. Top-heavy. So – and you got to think four four opt outs are in that fifteen. Yeah, Parsons, uh, Swell, Chase, Chase. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one more, uh, Farley. Yeah, I think yeah. he's in that conversation as well. So, 
we have all those guys, right? We have kind of that intriguing, like B mentioned, that quarterback potentially one, two, three, four. We've never seen. Yeah. Who's that team that could move up to four if Atlanta wants to move down? Who they're getting trade talks. Who do we see moving up potentially to four to go snag a Trey Lance or a Mac Jones type? I, I see New England. That's not like them. It's not. It's not at all. But they just but a Belichick ton of, was at every yeah. single quarterback pro day. He's so at, he, he's got his eye on quarterbacks this year. I think he, I agree. He's got his eye on a quarterback, and they made all these all these free agent moves. They bolstered their offense. They got their defense players back. They got some good you know additions in free agency. We talked about that, right? But then they gave Cam a one year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like, hey, Cam, this is your team. Here's all these weapons. Well, I think what happens so, is, as we get into this mock, mm-hmm. is I think Denver jumps up to four. Yeah, I and think they that's take a good that spot. extra guy. And I think Mac Jones slips a little bit, and then New England sees their opening, and they jump in not all the way to four, like eight, but maybe to like ten. Yeah, nine or like nine or ten area. They jump in, and they take Mac Jones, something like that's that, a, yeah, or even obviously to Trey Lance if he slips to that area. Yeah, I think Bill Belichick will play his cards right for that. And kind of it'll be maneuver dra- it. Dra- draft day maneuvers. Yeah, for it'll sure. be a draft. But let's be honest, Bill Belichick does not draft well. Like call a spade no. a spade. Uh, he does, I think he drafts pretty players. well. Okay, let me, let me rephrase that. He does not draft skill players well. He doesn't draft in the first round very well. I mean, the last few have not been good. He you don't have to draft a defense. I'll give him that. Yeah, but he drafts defense linemen very well. He drafts dudes, and that's the one thing I'll say about Bill Belichick. He drafts like he gets freaking Aaron Hernandez in like the third round. Who was an absolute dude in college football? Yeah, but he has That's not a different story. Well in the last. It's a different story, obviously. But like Aaron Hernandez, um, Brandon Spikes out of Florida, linebacker. Um, their running back they just got from Bama last year. They got him late in the draft. Mm-hmm. Damian Harris. Like the, he drafts dudes. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't care too much about pro days, combines, well, well, all we're that. We're talking BS. like the Patriots haven't had a pick this high in a long time. Also true. Yeah, yeah I mean, when's the last time we had? I think yeah. they're fifteen. So we're saying yeah. like, hey, Nikhil Harry, you know. Bus potentially already. Like we're talking about, you know, p- past draft five years, six years. He doesn't. He never brought anyone in. Sorry, Michelle. For Tom Brady been very average. Very some. average, and he was a late first rounder. First round, but like, like last few years, he's had a lot of. Who is success. that receiver that they have? Nikhil Harry. That's the yeah. trash. And so it's like one of those things. Like you, you, they tried to give Tom some some absolute dues. They yeah. just never did. What do you What do you guys got on like some of these late teams first rounders taking quarterbacks? Like Steelers at twenty four. I think is, those, that, is that a play? No, I think those guys wait till day two. Yeah. Day two guys because there's some good. I don't want to get talk about those day two quarterbacks. Very intriguing day mm-hmm. two quarterbacks um, that I think could like, fall. Like the Washington football team. Those guys so would have to move up. They're another like, team I was going to mention. That's a team. There's a potential to move up there. What about? I'm going to throw this. This is a wild card. This is a surprising team for me that okay. I kind of had a thought of today. Vikings. Why not? There's a ton of Kirk Cousins hate going on in Minneapolis. But they're just not in a position to get up there. They don't, I don't have, know about up there, but, but they, they but don't who's going to fall? They, they don't have, have to picks. reach on the day two guy. They don't have the picks. They don't have the capital. Yeah, we're, to get, we're, get we're all assuming four. that all those four quarterbacks go top ten. I'm the, I don't know if that necessarily happens for sure. No, but someone will move up to get them at ten. Maybe you know what I mean? Like someone but like a lot of people after. Uh, Jordan loves pro day and combine. We're like he's top fifteen lock, and he goes all the way to thirty. You no, know? he does. There, I mean, there's there's an option. There's going to be a guy who slips. Well, we, there's going to be a guy have, who falls. I think, don't forget we we traded at four spots for that. Yeah, yeah that's rough. Twenty six. That's rough. 
But my point being is, I don't necessarily know if Trey Lance is going to go as high as everyone thinks. I don't know. I'm out on him. I know. That's a personal thing, but yeah. that's, do, I don't know. Who do we like on day two on the quarterback side of the ball? Um, who's I know who you love. I like two guys. You love Davis Mills. David I, Mills. I love David Mills. You love David Mills. Number one recruit out of high school. Five, five, of all. Five-star guy. Yeah. Fucking slung it he, last year. He just needs time to develop. And also, speaking of, kind oh, of sidetracked yeah. on the Trey Lance thing, I heard an unreal stat today. What okay? do you have? Dave, or Trey Lance has thrown 318 times in college. Yeah. That's it. That's nothing. That's it. The last 10 years... The Super Bowl winning quarterback in college threw an average of 1,200 times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a one-year starter. I don't believe it. That's, I mean, I believe that for sure. That's unbelievable. That's a, that's a, this is another – I'm not saying I think I would take Trey Lance over Trubisky, but it's another one of the situations <laughs> where Trubisky played the one year. He's got the body. He's got the size. He's, yeah. he's got the athleticism. He's got it makes everything sense. you want when you look at a quarterback – but the production isn't it just there. Didn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I, I hated the Trubisky one back then. He went over to Sean and Trubisky or and Mahomes. And we talk about it forever. Yeah. If Trey Lance goes ahead of Justin Fields, Mac Jones, I mean guys that were in the college football playoff, like yeah, I would be shocked. I I don't I don't like that. Interesting. <laughs> all right. I don't so like that at all. Let's get into our day two quarterbacks. Is there any that you like? Honestly, there's no one that I'm really like. Jump in, jump in to take. Gotcha. Like if I'm a Niner fan, um, honestly, at one point when I watched uh, Mac Jones's um, Senior Bowl, and I was like, "Wow, Mac Jones looks really good." I wouldn't mind if the Niners took him in the second round. Wow. That was honestly my comp at one point. That's how crazy. Like, Oof. and he has jumped so high at this point. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of like out on him at three because my initial reaction was like, if he went second or third round of the Niners, and I'd dude, be okay with that. And he missed throws. On an open workout with no pressure, no corners. That kind of... Yeah, and the excuse was I wanted to air it out. I'm sorry. That worries me. He's accurate. He's going to be fine on the accuracy department. I'll give you He's, a quarterback, though, who, who, who didn't miss any throws on his pro day. Kellamon. Kellamon's my dude. Oh, my God. Love me some Kellamon. Yeah. Okay, get out. So, on top of just playing four years at uh, A&M, yeah, right? No, he, he had a great pro day. He looked good. He made tough throws. Um... He's athletic, like four-year starter. I get it. Well, there, there's not. I mean, when I you think, like you talk about QB, you're like okay, he might not read a defense well. He might not make those outside throws in the NFL. Like those get picked. Like, yeah. You talk about those things. No one talks about Kelman like that. They just talk about like, well, he's a second round guy. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. He's the one legit. thing I'll give Kellen Mond. I think he's. I think he's good. I saw a lot of progression from Kellen Mond year three and four than I did one and two. I thought he was pretty rough, but I think the um, you know the hire of Jimbo Fisher over there at Texas A&M helped him a lot. Yeah. The guy that's had Jameis Winston and a bunch of quarterbacks before that can develop a quarterback really well. He's an offensive minded coach. I think that helped Kellen Mond a lot. I don't know if he's an NFL quarterback, but I definitely I saw the progression. The interesting storyline is. Kyle Trask. Yeah. Possible first rounder during the year yeah. is like nowhere to be seen. Uh, he's to be seen. Like, like maybe day two. Maybe day yeah, two. Probably day two or three. Guy. So, I that, mean, day two is only second third round. That is interesting. So he was playing th- himself into the first round and then, and then all of a sudden. Free fall. Like, yeah, never mind. Free fall. He had a really bad bowl game. Like, bad, really bad bowl game. Hit bad bowl game. He had a bad bowl game. So Did he work out? Yeah, he did yeah, some he, workouts. He threw with Pitts. He threw for Pitts. Who's a late... First round guy, and it could be anyone that you guys kind of like. Could be a sleeper that 
kind of maybe sneaks into that first round. Maybe, you know, get some value there at falls. Who's a late round sleeper for, for you guys? Um, I'll start. Go ahead. Uh, mine is the center for Alabama. Great. Yeah, you love him. Uh, what? I'm trying to find his name. Um, You're talking about Landwood or no, Leatherwood? No, not, 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 not Leatherwood. Leatherwood. Not Leatherwood? No, no, it's not Leatherwood. It's um, uh, Landon Dickerson. Dickerson. Oh, okay. Yeah, He's Dickerson. coming off ACL. Mm-hmm. If he didn't have an ACL, oh, yes, he might yes, be a yes, lock yes. in the first round. Yeah, Might be a lock in the first round if he didn't have the ACL tear. I still think he goes in the first round, to be honest. Uh, potentially, yeah. Yeah, uh, I love I I love him. I love Bama lineman. I I think they just proved to just be a starter in the NFL for mm-hmm. years. So Land- Landon Dickerson's like my late first. Someone might trade for uh, trade up in like early second if he's not drafted. Yeah, because ACL doesn't deteriorate players no more. Yeah, like science, everything behind that. We're Except good. my boy Bryce Love, dude, couldn't recover. He's out now. Just released. Just released. Did they? Bryce Love. Great call. Yeah, I mean, they got, a, they got a deep kind of running back. But this hasn't recovered from that ACL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But off topic, Kevin, who's your guy? I really like uh, Terrence Marshall Jr. at LSU. Oh, receiver. I think yes. he's got a ton of upside. I think he's he's big. tall. He's, he's athletic. Big. He's big. Really and big. And he's fast. He ran a faster 40 than uh, Jamar Chase did in his yeah. 40. No one talked about it. And he was part of that LSU team that yeah. Burrow at 2019 threw a ton of touchdowns to. This year, with LSU being terrible, he went off. Yeah. Like, for the first four yeah. games, like, that Missouri game, he had four touchdowns. He's really good. And then he opted out once LSU became trash. Yeah. And I hate that, but I see a lot of upside. I think a lot of late first-round teams could definitely use him. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my team included. Yes, your team I've, very much included. I've been on this guy quite a bit, and I think he's, like, borderline first round. I've been on him early. Can I guess? He had a kind of a rough year. Not rough year, but dealt with some injuries. Came to missed a few games. Yeah, you're gonna go with Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore. <laughs> yeah, Rondell Moore. Yeah, um, yeah. you might have had a whole segment on him. I know you're. Rondell headed. Moore is a specimen. Yeah, he's good. He is a freak. He is going to be in offense and packages. You're going to have to game plan around that guy when you play him because he's that much of a playmaker with the ball. In if he goes to the right team, if he goes to the right team, yeah, they're gonna have to do stuff out of the backfield with him, like he did in college. He can return kicks. He is a he's Debo Samuel. He's a Packer. He's Debo. <laughs> He, I think he I screams Green Bay. Comp, but I think Debo's a little more physical, but I I really like Rondell Moore. But they're going to do the same really similar good. kind of things with him as he yeah. did Debo. No, he'll move around a lot. Jet he's sweeps, good. He's a five-star yeah. out of high school. He was yeah. the only player Purdue, Purdue had. Only five-star they've ever got. Yeah. No, he was really good when he was healthy for them. All right. So, last time before we get into our mock draft, um, what team are we kind of putting a microscope on that has to really do well in this draft? What team out there is like, if they don't kill this draft, they're in trouble. Um, I'll start. Interesting. I'll start. Mm-hmm. I think it's the New York Giants. I really believe it's the New York Giants. They're, they suck anyway. But if but this <laughs> is that last make or break year. They, they have, have a new coach for Joe Judge and Danny Dimes. Jo- Danny Dimes, Joe Judge. Are they going to get him some help on the offensive line? Mm-hmm. Are they going to get him another receiver up and go side with Galladay? Whatever they do. They need to have a good draft because they got to show some progression moving forward. If the Giants don't, they're going to blow it up. Danny Dimes is done. We're talking about a quarterback for them next year. They're giving him the pieces, and they're probably going to draft them some more pieces. They get Saquon back, Mm -hmm. right? They get the defense back who was okay last year. wasn't a terrible defense. They need offensive line help. They need to draft one offensive line. I really am looking forward to what the Giants do to see if they can salvage Danny Dimes' career in New York. B, what do you think? 
Uh, I'm gonna go between two teams, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Cardinals. Hmm. That's a good um, one. They drafted, you know, they drafted Simmons last year. Yeah. They went out and got big, older, uh, veteran free agents, JJ uh, Watt, AJ yeah. Green. They they're selling out. They're, I oh. feel like there's a sellout right there right. to to take that next step for Kyler, and they got um, you know they have pick sixteen. Mm-hmm. Still get a really good player, but that player needs to start. They need their second round pick to start, and they need to make playoffs. So on top of just a good draft, the Cardinals have to make playoffs. They're in such like I know it's in my division, but that is a tough division. That division's unreal. Like that division is so tough because they had a great draft last year, and even Simmons at the end of the year played very well. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals like. Is it still enough to be beat the Rams, the Niners, the Seahawks with Russell yeah. Wilson still? Like that is a but very the, yeah. fucking hard division. But what I'm saying is like their draft picks, their free agents. Oh, they gotta do they, well. they have to make playoffs mm-hmm. because I mean now you're looking at you know year three from Kyler, you're looking at the end of JJ Watt's career, you're looking towards the end of Chandler Jones' career, there's, AJ Green's career. There's a lot of pressure. You know what I mean, it's a, it's a lot of pressure. Teams with the most pressure, 49ers. Obviously, given the trade, that's absolutely, that's the biggest yeah. microscope this draft, without question. Beyond them, it's the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. The Dallas Cowboys, every year they have these expectations and every year they don't meet them. And this is the year that's like, all right, you have Dak, you locked him up, you gave him, you gave him what he wanted, a big contract, Zeke's declining, your defense is absolute dog shit. You need to address the defense. Mm-hmm. Like there is no option. And then I'm hearing they should that draft Jerry Jones like seven rounds pits. of defensive players. They should. They I should. Think. They need defense. They lost the starting corner in Ouzier. Um, They lost. Uh, uh, they got a decline in a bunch of their starters on defense last year. No, they they, they need to kill. Vanderesh has been hurt the last two years. They need to absolutely kill this draft. Yep. Or if Michael in Parsons is there at ten and they don't take him, slap Jerry. Jones. I don't know if he will be, but I don't know. If he will be. So. Let's get into a mock draft. The way we're going to kind of run it is we've all have our picks in front of us of who we're going to take. We're going to go down line one through three, and then it'll start back over. So B will have the first pick. I will have the second pick. Kimor will have the third. Then we'll go in that order all the way down. Yeah. Um, we're going to draft not only what we think the team should take, but also what we believe they're going to take. Yeah, it's going to so be a mix, it's going to be a mix of, both. of both. It's going to be our best opinion based on the research we've done based on what we're hearing on reports mm-hmm. to give the best mock draft available. Yeah. So, with that being said, let's get into it. B, you have the Jacksonville Jaguars. You are on the clock. This should not take long. No, it's not <laughs> going to take long at this all. Isn't. Trevor Lawrence has been pick 1-1 since he was a freshman. Yeah. You're probably um, a freshman in high school, to be honest with you. Probably. So, this is the easiest pick in the draft. Congrats, Jags. The Jets somehow fucked it up. What are they getting with ja- with with Jack? What is Jacksonville getting with Trevor Lawrence? I'm scared with the the whole Urban Meyer, the whole transition of a new coach and all that. What they're getting from Trevor Lawrence is an absolute dude. Every Sunday will put you in the ball game. Wow. I'm not saying the Jags are gonna win eight games. I'm not saying they'll win twelve games. They could. I think they'll win eight be, this year. I think I, I I have them at eight wins or seven and nine. I would say. But seven and ten, seventeen. But games. I would say for sixteen. Oh, now seventeen games, yeah. they're going to compete. No, I yeah. think, I w- I think what they get with Trevor Lawrence, honestly, is a NFL ready quarterback, and like a Peyton Manning type mind. He's going to be really, really fucking good. I think. I think he's a potential Hall of Famer. I really do, and that's bold yeah. to say a guy coming out of college. But 
he's that guy. The hype's been on him for a long time. He lost two games in college in college football. You know what I mean? And there are two semifinals, one national championship, and he won a national championship. The guy is that good. I've bought into the hype. I've seen him play for three years. He is that good. He is. All right, so pick two. New York Jets on the clock. I have the Jets. Pretty easy here. All the reports saying Zach Wilson, they fall in love with them. They traded yeah, Sam Darnold. That's happening. They got him out of town. Zach Wilson's really good. Zach Wilson. I think he's a – I'm worried about him. I think he is a gunslinger. Yeah. I think he's going to make a lot – he's going to throw a lot of interceptions, especially year one, because he's going to try to throw the miraculous throw. He can make all throws. He has a bazooka. He's uber athletic. He, he's, he's going to take some time to develop. I'm not on the Zach Wilson train yet by any means. Yeah, I'm not New either. New York seems to be. He has all the intangibles. He think he can do everything the right way. But that's the pick. The Jets are taking Zach Wilson at two. So we move on to three with Kevin's team, yeah. the San Francisco 49ers. And this is where many believe the draft kind of starts but kind of doesn't. We all believe quarterback. Where do the Niners go here with the third pick? I, for this mock draft purposes, I'm going to go with Justin Fields. Um, I'll tell you why I want Justin Fields as a 49er fan and why I think we should take Justin Fields here. He is, and I know I get, you know, this is my, this is my quote that everyone says I'm trademarking this term. He's a fucking gamer. Justin Fields is a gamer. I'm sorry. The guy balled out the last two years at Ohio state, had a couple rough games, Indiana, Northwestern fine, but the guy balled when it mattered the most, the semifinal game against Clemson, that man with broken ribs was an absolute gamer. He fucking played his heart out. Six touchdowns. Six touchdowns. Three, uh, 370 Yeah, the yards. best game of his career. And, like, that's, to me, like, watching that game, I'm like, that's a fucking baller. Well, that's what college football is about. I, I'm not, you know I'm I mean? no, I'm no pro analysis, but I'm, I'm shocked that this is not a lock at two to the Jets. I am too. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm just, I, like I know we didn't really him, dive so. into that as much as I wanted. That should not even be a question. I love Zach Wilson. Yeah. You know, you I was on him all yeah, year. Yeah, you have been. I was on BYU as a team. Justin Fields, Ohio State, five-star recruit. He's born for this. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was the, it was Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. Yes. That was always the thing. And to me, Justin Fields, he ran a 4-4. He can make the throws. He's physical as hell. He's yeah. more physical than any other quarterback in this draft outside of, you know, Trevor Lawrence 6-6, you know, a physical yeah. specimen. But as far as like, god damn, like I said, I, I watch those highlights in my head. I'm like, Justin Fields is an absolute gamer. That's what I want on my team. That's who I'm going with number three overall. I think, I, I mean, I, I think hope they do. If they don't, really do. people are going to be calling, the phone's going to be off the hook yeah. before. Because I think he is the second best quarterback in strapped. I agree. I think uh, go through your top then. To, go through your top five then, since that is such a big topic and we didn't really go through it. You, we all have Lawrence one. And then I where do you have from there? Okay. I have Fields. Wilson, three. Okay. Wilson. Um, and then I got Mac Jones and Trey Lance at five. Yeah. I have Same. Lance, then Mac Jones. Wow. See, I've got Lawrence, Fields. See, that? that's where it gets tough for me because I'm not. You're not at all. I might be Mac Jones, Wilson, Lance. Wow. I, Are you just telling yourself that in case your team goes three? No. Because Mac I'm Jones. Peace. I'm at peace with Mac Jones. I'm at peace with Mac Jones just because of what the reports are saying. Sarkeesian said he's never given the quarterback this much freedom. You know what I mean? As a college football quarterback, I did hear a report. He's a genius. No, they say he's he's absolutely very intelligent. He makes all the reads. He makes all the throws. You know, he has a ton of freedom at the offensive line of scrimmage. So I like that about him. My only problem with him is it's not an upgrade from Garoppolo in my mind. Maybe he's a little bit more intelligent. Maybe he's a little bit more accurate. Yeah. But beyond that, Justin Fields is 
way more physical, can be way more dynamic with play calling with Shanahan, what he wants to run, his kind of offense. And Justin Fields was incredibly accurate. He only had one interception his sophomore year. The guy is really good. He had, you know, one bad game against Indiana. He threw four picks. But the Clemson-Alabama game, when it mattered most, that guy showed up. Yeah. I know I'm going on a Fields rant because I'm – I, I like Fields. I really hope you guys draft Justin Fields. I do Fields. too. I agree. Um, who's got four? Who's got four? It's Atlanta Falcons and Blaine is on the clock. Stop and this, before we get into this, now the draft has started. <laughs> like now officially everyone's saying like three, yeah. We, kind of, we, we well, know. We've identified three quarterbacks. Three guys. Yes. Yeah. Now we're going to assume for this, the purpose of this mock draft, no one's no trading. trading. Yeah. So we're going to go. If everyone stays put, which we know is not going to happen, but mm-hmm. but before this pick, do you think this pick gets moved? I, I think it's fifty fifty. Yeah, I think, I think it's fifty fifty. I actually one hundred percent think that someone could get nine forty and a and a a pick next year. Well, I think they can get a lot for this. Oh pick. yeah, I think they yeah. Can get a lot because, like I said, Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, Penny Sewell, Trey Lance, so you, Mac Jones, you, all you them. said it earlier. That's like six or seven guys that legitimately yeah. are top five players. You you said it earlier. Uh, Broncos moved to this spot. We're obviously not doing the trades. No. But I'm the Falcons. If I get 940 yeah. and another pick, yeah. I'm, I'm taking I'm it. Okay. 100%. Well, let's say Atlanta stays. Like, okay. For the purpose of the mock. Who is Atlanta taking this spot if they stay here at four? I, man, I wrote, I wrote Trey Lance. Oh. Uh, I, I could see that. I'm, wow. I think if the Falcons stay put, it's Kyle, for Trey Kyle Lance. Pitts is a huge possibility, but I'm taking Trey Lance for this. Um, Matt Ryan's 36. Wow. They have young weapons. They have a new coach. Arthur Smith can get his guy. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I think that's, Matt, you know, Matt Ryan has two years on his contract. This is kind of similar to the Jordan Love Aaron Trey Lance, thing. Trey Lance is a guy that needs to sit, I, I believe. I agree. I agree. Not enough Not enough throws, not enough games. But that's wow. so but early for a guy to sit. That's they, four overall a, for a guy to sit. Oh, I agree. A lot of, it is, but a lot of reports say he called his own uh, protection packages. He was very smart. For one year against FCS competition. I know. It's hard to gauge, but I'm going off reports and okay. what I think the Falcons should do. I... I don't think Kyle Pitts is an answer for them to win the division or even make playoffs. Yeah. Trey Lance, new coach, Matt Ryan next year. Go go play that's your That's a 30s. change of culture. You, go, yeah. you draft the new quarterback top four, you're changing the organization. And, and, that's, and that's what's happening. Falcons, okay. Trey Lance. All right. See why? So Trey Lance off the board, and that moves us to pick number five, the Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals. That's my team. team. That's who I've been on. Um. Ooh. I think if Trey Lance goes off the board, I think we get some calls about Mac Jones there. Like wow. people want to move up to get him. Um, I don't think we five move. Straight. <laughs> I don't oh think we God. move though. I don't, I don't think you move at five. I don't five. think we move. I think we're locked at five. I yeah. think we've already fielded some calls and we've already kind of stayed put. Um, and this has been the debate where they think four quarterbacks are going to go, and that puts Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, Penny Swell. All in our lap of we can get the you the best player in the draft. We have the best player in the draft yeah. right here. Pick which five is, is an amazing, which is incredible. Opportunity. Because I was shitting on you in, earlier in the year when you guys beat the Steelers Texans, Texans back to back, and I'm like, you just blew it. You lost Sewell, and now you potentially get him at five. When at one point you're going to get him at two. And it's been crazy. It's been the debate of do we reunite Joe Burrow with Jamar Chase? You know, do we protect him with Penny Swell? Um, the debate I can see both sides. If we take Chase. They say you can find a start on the offensive line in round two or round three. And it is a very deep offensive line group. 
We need a starter, um, one offensive line starter for sure. We have a starter right tackle we signed for one year. He's older. He's not the answer. He can move to guard. We need one starter at least for the year. Um, I love Jamar Chase. I think Jamar Chase is unbelievable. And to see him with Joe Burrow would be an absolute amazing, amazing connection. But say his but name. It's Penny Swell. Say, there you go. It's yeah. Penny Swell. Say his name. It's Penny Swell. <laughs> <Swell. laughs> I think he, he has to be this guy. I mean, you protect Burrow. You know, whether you, the report came out, he's working on a right tackle too, just in case he wants to win at right tackle. And that's perfect. We throw him at right tackle. We have Jonah Williams at left tackle. We move Riley Ref, for our new free agent from the Minnesota Vikings, from right tackle. Iowa guy, yeah. To guard. Now you're like. You You're went a, from bad to good. To a good offensive line. Yeah. And now you still have good receivers. You still have good Tyler receivers. Boyd, and that's my point. T. Higgins, Auden Tate. It is a debate, and this is one of the this is probably the second biggest debate outside of the the quarterback games. Like, are the Bengals gonna do it? But mm-hmm. that's the right decision. It is. I, I think and I think at the end of the day, I think they do make that move. If they go with Jamar Chase, I understand it. It's not who I would take, but I do get it. And the problem with taking Jamar Chase is they can't miss in the second and third round on offense linemen. They're pigeonholed. They have to take an offense line no matter what. Yeah. So, taking Swell here. So, moving on. The number six pick is the Miami Dolphins that they acquired from the Philadelphia Eagles to move up to six. Dolphins, you're on the clock. Kyle Pitts. Wow. It's, it doesn't matter. I know Jamar Chase is there, but... He's too much of an offensive and physical specimen for the Dolphins to let him go. They, you, we've seen what Kittle, um, Walker, or Waller, and Kelsey can do at the tight end position. It's more It's more than just a wide receiver. It's more than just a tight end with Kyle Pitts. It's everything, right? That's a total player that you have to scheme for, and I think Kyle Pitts is that guy. He's going number six to the Dolphins if this plans out. So Kyle Pitts goes to the Dolphins, comes off the board for any receiver. Yep. So now we're at pick seven with the Detroit Lions. This is B with no receiver off the board. The Lions have a list of needs. They need a receiver. They need a corner. They need a tackle. Where do you have the Lions going with this pick? Lions just smiled at the heavens above yep. the Dolphins uh, drafting Kyle Pitts because Jamar Chase fell in their lap. Yep. Yep. Um, that is a lot. If this happens, this is the <laughs> biggest lock of the draft. The Lions would submit that card in three seconds. Well, again, this all pans out with four quarterbacks going before yes, all of them. Of course, they're going to get gifted with something. So they're gonna if they get gifted with Jamar Chase, I'm gonna hate that because I'm a big Chase guy. I want his jersey, and if he goes to the Lions, I won't get his jersey. Right. So that sucks. Um, but the, gee, dude, they're so depleted on the wide receiver side. Oh yeah, they, they let Galladay. They let Galladay walk. Um, and they, Marvin Jones. They got a new coach. They got a new quarterback. It's a new atmosphere. And if they go and get Goff, you know, Jamar Chase, they got DeAndre Swift, they can be okay. They that's can a be good okay. Pick. I mean, if he falls to them, that's yeah. an absolute slam dunk. Yeah. Uh, so the Detroit Lions select Jamar Chase. Panthers at CY. So I'm the Panthers at eight. This Dude, is intriguing. This pick, pick move. I think um, this is a pick that's a very, very well real, move. realistic yeah. spot for someone to move up. This is like. This could they be want to get Patriots they to, want get to get to Mac Jones. Yeah. To get Mac Jones. This is this could be it for sure. Um, but as we said, no trades. So if the Panthers stay there, they're gonna go get Sam Darnold a new toy. They're gonna get the Heisman Trophy winner. They're gonna get Devontae Woo! Smith right here. Yes, I um, love that. I think, you know, Devontae Smith is the absolute playmaker. Uh Heisman Trophy winner, unbelievable year. 
Yeah. I think it's between him and, and Waddle here, but I think they go with the guy who had the most successful season, and I think they go with Devontae Smith, and they don't pass that up. So, with eighth pick, Carolina Panthers select Devontae Smith. I love that. Good pick. I'm such a – I'm a hype on that. It's a good pick. So, now we go to nine. We go with the Denver Broncos. Uh, this is an intriguing pick. Could be Very. quarterback. Could be, you know, playmaker. Could be defense side of the ball. Very. Where do we the Broncos go here at number nine? We have not seen a defensive player go off the board. You're about to see one with Michael Parsons going. Wow. Okay. Yes. Michael Parsons nine to it, the Denver Broncos. I think with it does like I'm not a Drew Lock guy, but at the end of the day, you have a player like Mark Micah Parsons fall to you at nine. You take Micah Parsons at nine. I don't think Mac Jones is that much of an upgrade from what you have right now with Drew Locke. You take my and again, John Elway might be thinking something completely different than me, but me personally, Micah Parsons there at nine to the Broncos, that's a steal. What do the Broncos get with Micah Parsons when they take him? An absolute animal. The best defense player in the draft. I said that before. I mean, he can play on he can play outside linebacker, he can play he can be a pass rusher if they want him to, and he can play middle. The guy is an absolute freak show. You watch his tape. You he's love a dude. him. And he ran a 4-3. Like a 4-3-8? Yeah. yeah I mean, he's, he's an absolute, an absolute monster. Dude. Like, he he is going to be a guy. He's going to be the guy we're going to be talking about from this draft. How did he go to nine? Yeah. Right? But there's a lot of guys. We can say, Pitt, how did Pitt go six? Mm-hmm. Right? He is the guy at nine that I think the Broncos could change that defense. Because they did lose some players on defense yeah, this they year. Did. They did. Bradley Chubb is hurt very consistently. They lost their corners. They need a guy. Michael Parsons is going to reignite that defense. And they have Vic Fangio, who is a defensive-minded coach. And all they drafted was offense last year. That's so, all I got. Yeah. <laughs> first Sorry. defensive player comes off at number nine. Yep. That moves us to number 10, which is a team that we're very intrigued about. Great. The Dallas Cowboys. Here at number 10. Yeah. B, what do the Cowboys do at 10? Bes- besides, you know, my Falcons pick, you keep handing me locks. Patrick Sertin. Yeah. That's a good pick. Yeah, uh, they have to get him. Yes. Uh, he, he, like I said, he instantly starts. He instantly guards the best receiver across from him. Mm-hmm. And they get better. They do. And that's what you want. You want to get better on the defense side of the ball. You already proved Dak could go throw for 2,000 yards in you know, six games. You need to slow down the opposing offense. He's the guy to do it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. So with the 10th pick, the Dallas Cowboys select Patrick Sertain. So we'll move on to pick 11 which I have with the New York football giants. We've talked about them being a team that needs to kill this draft. And I think they kind of go back and forth with this. They have um, Rashawn Slater here available from Northwestern, offensive tackle. I think he's an option here at 10. But I think they're doing hula hoop circles that Jalen Waddle fell all the way to 10. I'm throwing 11. Pick. Or 11, I'm sorry. I'm going Jalen Waddle. It's a lot of weapons for Danny Dimes there. You he got. needs weapons. I think he needs help, and I think they go okay. here. Um, I think he he's a guy they have. And the Eagles right behind him are very pissed. Yes, they're very the upset. That right might behind. be like a factor in that. Oh, oh yeah. 100%. Because oh, yeah. now you put Eagles in a position where they're kind of screwed. And people forget about Jalen Waddle. He is an absolute freak. No, he's a freak. He was the number one of headed Devontae Smith. He's had production for three years, but he's been hurt. He is an absolute stud. He could be arguably the best receiver in this draft. Mm. So he falls down to 11. That's a great get for Danny Dimes and the New York Football Giants. It's a good pick. So with the 12th pick, the Philadelphia Eagles, who they got from the Dolphins via San Francisco. Um, this is San Francisco's original spot. Yeah. The Eagles are now on the clock. What do we have for the Eagles here at 12? Yeah, this is a this is a tough pick because, like I said, Waddle was 
one pick away for the Eagles. Yeah. And they've been crying about how bad the receivers are for a long time now. Problem is you don't really have that upper echelon receiving core now because now you almost reach for that receiver. Right. So I think you probably go either on the defensive side of the ball and get some help with for uh, Darius Slade Jr. on the other side. I think they're probably going to go Caleb Farley here out of Virginia Tech. Wow, that's that's high for Farley. He's good. He's oh. good. But again, people are sleeping on him because he opted out this last year. The guy was the number one recreated, um, rated corner going into this season. Yeah, he was. The guy is very yeah. good. And I think he's the one that kind of, like him and Parsons kind of fell because of the opt-out. Yeah. And I think he's very good. I think the Deagle, Eagles definitely need to reignite that defense. I think they do here with Farley. So that brings us to number 13 with the Los Angeles Chargers. And Blanche is getting slam dunks. Again. This is an, this easy, is an easy slam dunk. Here. Yeah. Um, we put it on our Instagram. We're putting it on here. Rashawn Slater. Mm-hmm. That's an absolute lock. Their, their offensive line with Lindsey, Balaga, Slater, uh, another piece would, would make them almost elite. Yeah. I think Slater is an instant starter, and he reminds me of uh, Jenkins on the Packers. I think he could play one through five on the line. He's a stud. They, um, you know, Some guys say he can be all pros of, as a rookie. Yeah, that's what uh, Lewis Riddick was saying. He said he could play guard, he could play tackle, doesn't matter. He's going to be an absolute dude. I, next level. I will say I don't think he's here come next week. Probably not. I think a team. I could see that. I could see the Giants think, doing it. I can see the Giants. I can see the Panthers. I can almost see the Eagles doing it, to be honest with you. I can see the Panthers. Yeah. There's a yeah, lot of teams that are If they're not sold the on that corner, they don't get their wide receiver, that's, yeah. that's a spot, But too. he could fall here. He could fall to the Chargers. No, 100%. Realistic. And, they, and Herbie would be very excited for that. Oh, definitely. This guy's a baller. Yeah, I mean, that brings us to the Minnesota Vikings at pick 14, who I have. Um, and this is interesting. They need some help in a lot of different places. Um, based on the draft board, they're kind of all over the place. Could we see a Mac Jones here? He's still on the table. If he is, I think someone trades up to get him. But I don't think the Vikings do that with this pick. I think they go Christian Darisaw from Virginia Tech here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need offensive line help. Yeah. Darisaw is a dude. Um, he had three pressures at a 264 pass pros last year. Only three. So the guy can pass block. I think that's what they need. I think that's what Cousins needs. To be successful, I think they sure up that offensive line after losing a tackle this year. Um, I'm going Christian Darisaw out of Virginia Tech here to the Vikings at 14. I like him. He's a monster. He's a beast. So brings us to 15. 15. Patriots. The the Patriots. I think this is – is this lock? Is this a lock? Bill Belichick, I don't know if he sold on Mac Jones. I don't know why I have this feeling that he doesn't like him as much as we're being led to believe. Yeah. I think right here it makes sense, especially if he falls to 15. So we're going to go with him here. But I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised, one, if Mac Jones is not there. But two, even if he did get here, if if uh, Belichick just said, fuck it, I'm going to go with Payne from Michigan or Jalen Phillips from Miami. But for this purpose, I'm going to go with Mac Jones here. So Mac Jones off the board at 15, finally. Um, is that a good fit for the Patriots? What I think, do you think it's a great fit. Yeah. I think it's a great fit. I love it. I love that fit, too. A I lot think, of Brady comparisons. I get it. It is. I mean, I don't think he's Brady, obviously. But no. I think he's a guy who's intelligent, who Bill Belichick can trust. And he loves his Bama guys. You know, he has a relationship with, Sam, with Saban. So, I don't. I think it's a good pick. I think that's where he goes all in all and all. And through all. That goes to the Arizona Cardinals at 16. B, we talked about this earlier with the Cardinals. They have to kill this draft. This is kind of your first really pick of the draft that didn't fall in your lap. Yeah. What do you you do here? What do the Cardinals do here at 16? I think they they oh, man, this is tough cuz 
I mean, you're sitting at you're sitting with some absolute ballers like a linebacker from Notre Dame. You know, the lineman from Michigan. You're sitting with some guys who will go and start on your team. But I, I think first and foremost, they just they go get Kyler Murray one more lineman. You have the, they have the weapons. They have the no fly zone. They go get an offense lineman, and I think the uh, Vera Tucker from SC is a pick here. It's a good pick. That's a good pick. I think he goes somewhere in this area. He's pretty versatile. He can play inside too. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think he ends up. He'll at go guard. start on that line, and it'll it'll be a great pick. And I think the Raiders at seventeen are kind of pissed that they think they have a chance. One pick ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Vera Tucker's a stud. He, can, I think, he ends up at left or right guard when it's thrown through. He can play tackle. He'll be fine there, but I think he's an all-pro guard when it's all said and done. Yep. He's a stud. I think it's a great pick for the Cardinals. I think they absolutely kill it if they get Vera Tucker here at 16. Uh, bring this to 17, the Raiders. Oh, man. Raiders. Oh, you're out on the Raiders forever, and you're the one picking for them? Interesting offseason for them, right? They dismantle a really good offensive line. They don't do much. They, they sign um, uh, the guy from Baltimore, defensive end. Um, I like that signing. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. I mean, they just didn't. Yannick? Win. Yeah. Ngakwe? Ngakwe. Yeah. Raiders. Ngakwe uh-huh. goes to the Raiders. Um, interesting offseason. I don't know. They they signed, They give Kenyon Drake a big deal. Yeah. Uh, two, two year. I mean, uh, I think more than, you know, like Jamal Williams and stuff who kind of like maybe but deserves. But it doesn't make sense. Like, you've got a number one, a clear number one back that can play three downs. I just hope it takes Jalen Richard out of the game plan. <laughs> it will. It will. I it mean, he's gone will. now. Um, this is interesting. They could go a lot of different directions here. Um, <clears throat> the Raiders are known to kind of mix it up. And I'm going to have to mix them up and reach a little bit, but I love this player. Trayvon Morig from TCU, safety. That's interesting. I think they go safety here. They need another guy who can cover. Abrams can't cover. He can stop the run. He is good down. You know, he can, he can stop the run, jump a gap. He is that guy, but he can't cover. And they need a guy who's a ball hog. I think Trayvon uh, Morig from TCU. Corporal award winner. He's good. He's a good safety. He's a ball hawking safety. He can cover. And that's what they need. They need yeah. a cover safety. No, he can he can play ball. I think he matches well with Abrams. I think Abrams has a big year if they draft a safety to kind of compliment. What, Get Abrams to strong, like him more yeah, play free. Exactly what yeah. it is. And no, I, think, I, I don't hate that. I think Trayvon's the pick here. So I think it's a I'll, little bit of a reach. I like that pick. I, I like think, that pick. I think it's a good pick for them. Mm-hmm. So that's the Raiders pick at 17. That brings us to the Dolphins' second pick at 18. Yeah. Okay, Maury, you, you drafted for the Dolphins in the first round. I took, I took Pitts. Pitts. So now what do the Dolphins do with the second pick if they have Pitts in the first? They're going to get the best athlete left in the draft, and that's Jeremiah Wosu Kamora from Notre Dame. Wow, okay. That's such Call a me good a homer. Pick. Call me a homer, but the guy can play everywhere. He's a great outside linebacker. He can rush the quarterback. He can cover better than Jamal Adams, I might add. That's a statistic, and that's real. He's an absolute stud, and I, I was able to watch him for the last three years at Notre Dame. He's phenomenal, and I I definitely see the Dolphins taking him here if he's here this late. Interesting, interesting. So that's Ousie Kamora. I'm surprised you didn't take him to the Raiders, to be honest with you. I was, that was my guy. It was between Morig and him. Um, I think Morig makes a little more sense right now, but I think it's just a little better fit. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. He's a better player. I think Jeremiah's a better player, okay. but I do think a better fit was Trayvon, and that was kind of my debate between those two guys. Okay. So that's... The 18th pick of the Dolphins, they go one offense, one defense. Um, that's a good first round for them. Yeah. That's an outstanding first round for them. Um, that brings us to Washington football team. B. At number 19, who does the football team go with? It would be so scary if Payne fell all the way to Washington football team. Ooh. But I think a 
that's not needed. So I think a team need plays a little bit more in this role, and I think this is where you see Jace Horn go. Jace Horn, wow. Hmm. So they addressed yeah, they got corner position Will Jack. in the draft. They got they paid William Jackson yeah. a ton of money to be the number one guy. They put him on the other side. They have another corner over there. Yeah, he's decent. Um, I I like this pick. I think I think they need a tackle. You know, a QB Mac Jones trade up would be nice. And I, you know, they need some offensive linemen, but they can get an offensive lineman in the second round pick. What they cannot get is a guy who will play man to man every down and lock that dude down. Yeah, yeah. Their defense gets scarier. Whether it's Payne, whether it's uh, Horn. You know what I mean? I think this is a scary pick. So I remember we were talking J.C. Horn early in the college football season last year, and they were playing Auburn, and I had South Carolina. I was like, South Carolina's better. They play, they're fucking nasty on defense. J.C. Horn's an absolute dude, and he shut down Seth Williams, had two picks on Bo Nix. And from then out, B was like, I fuck with Horn. And I'm like, dude, I told you, Horn's a dude. Yeah. Dad's ex-Joe Horn, ex-baller for the Saints. J.C. Horn is going to be really good in the NFL. And he had an absolutely awesome, fucking phenomenal pro day. If... If Payne or or Horn went to the Washington football team, it makes a lot of defensive teams nervous. coaches. Yeah, Ron Rivera has an elite defense at this point. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I agree. And then that leads us to the Bears, and that puts the Bears in a bind because they need a lot of different things. Um, I have the Bears at pick twenty. I can see them going a lot of different ways here, but I think they go best available regardless of position. And this is where Pay falls. Yeah, I think Quiddy Pay falls. He learns from Cleo Mack. You know, he learns from Robert Quinn. Those guys are getting a little bit older. He can be kind of the guy who plays with them. He can play also inside a little bit, uh, which he's known to do. But he's he learns from those two guys, and he it's a good draft for them. I know I, it's not really a need, but I like can I said, see that one hundred. I mean, the year that the Packers played the Smith brothers, we paid them in free agency. We went and drafted Rashawn Gary, so it wasn't like a team need at the time to get an edge guy. But if you know he falls, mean? I think it's a no brainer for them. Because Pay's arguably one of the best pass rushers in this draft. No, he's really good. And I think if the Bears find him at 20, that's a steal. So the 20th pick, Quiddy Pay, goes to the Chicago Bears. Uh, moving on to pick 21, the Indianapolis Colts. Okay, Morgan. Colts at 21 are going Jalen Phillips out of the University of Miami. Oh, okay. Another UCLA pass UCLA transfer from Redlands High. The guy's a dude. Um, had an insane pro day. I think the Colts D-line with him, Buckner. They're going to be really fucking good. That defense is going to be elite next year if they get a good pass rusher. That's I want to talk about the pass rushers. Take a break for a second. Mm-hmm. Pass rushers in this draft are very interesting because there's. it seems like no one's kind of taken the the leap ahead of others, but they're all kind of bunched up, and they're all really good players. Yeah. You know, we got Rook. I think Phillips is the guy that could leapfrog. Just he given could. his pro day. His talent is leapfrog. but there's a history of injury there. Bad injuries. Yeah, he did. There's a history. Of, he retired from football. The guy took his break from football. He said he was done after UCLA. Ended up coming back to Miami, turns into a freak. Uh, Double-digit sacks last year. The guy is good. But you got the other end from Miami, who's also a stud. You got Quiddy Pay. I mean, there's a lot of different guys. You got the other guy from Penn State, away. He's a stud. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some good pass rushers that are all kind of bunched up. Um, Aziz Olari from Georgia. Yeah. I mean, these guys are all kind of there. It's going to be interesting to see how if there's a run on them and they all bunch up or they all kind of slide a little bit. I think those are the two options. Like someone takes one and they all kind of slide. So all in all, the Colts take Jalen Phillips at number 21. That leads us to the Titans at number 22. B, who do the Titans take at 22? 
Uh, this one's tough because there's there's man there's some good names that could go in this spot. Uh, they got some needs on the you know offensive line. Um, they they lost uh, Corey Davis and free agency. Dory Jackson's gone. They lost uh, Dory Jackson the corner, and ultimately, I think they go best available along with a team need, but maybe a reach. All in all, in one sentence, I said that. Yeah, I think they go Tony, Florida. Ooh, wide receiver. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Darius Tony. I I just think this is a spot in the draft where you can wait on linemen. Uh, Okay. There's you know a dozen linemen you could get at this spot in the second round. Yeah. Tony will not be there. No. If they, you know, it's a little bit of a reach, but it keeps some of these late teams that are going to look for a playmaker off him. And he proved to be right next to Kyle Pitts. He was a guy. He played really good football. So with the 22nd pick, Kadarius Tony goes to the Titans. I like that pick. That brings up the 23rd pick. The New York Jets are on the clock again. A pick from Seattle. Seattle's first rounder for. Jamal Adams last year. Trash, Ooh, yeah. trash. They, get, they get that pick. So Let's Jamal just Adams. say the Jets won that trade. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how they do. They get okay. Zach Wilson I took with the first pick for the Jets. Um, they have a new coach, defensive-minded coach. I think it's a slam dunk. This falls in their lap. If Greg Newsom falls to them right here in this spot, I think it's a no-doubter. They take Greg Newsom. They, Robert Sly loves corners. Yes. He loves shutdown corners. You can play man-to-man. They love guys who can play zone and man. I honestly coin flipped him and Tony. Yeah, comes and from a comes from a good college, Northwestern. Who is? They yes. played a lot of defense over there, pro style defense. You ever seen two Northwestern guys in the first round? Crazy. Oof. Never. They had a great Crazy. defense. They had a great team. Yeah, I really liked that team this year. So with the twenty third pick, the Jets select Greg Newsom, corner out of Northwestern. I think this is a slam dunk for the Jets. I think they're doing circles around it, um, and I think they they feel like they killed this draft. If that's the case. So, next up, we have the Browns on the clock at number... No, you're off. Oh, sorry. Steelers. The Steelers, sorry, at number 24. The Steelers are on the clock at 24. This is an interesting pick. They could go a lot of different ways. This is an interesting, interesting pick. Who do the Steelers go here? This is a tough one. You have an aging Big Ben. So, do you protect him with an offensive line? And they definitely need to sure up some offensive linemen. And they just got rid of uh, Connor... And their defense is still strong, but Devin Bush has come off a big injury, and you still have Zayvon Collins there, linebacker from Tulsa, um, who I really like and I'm really high on. Um, with all that said, I'm going to go with the high-profile pick and go Najee Harris. Yeah. I think I think he's a yeah. stud. I think that's a great fit there. I think that, um, that like, like B said, I think there's still some really good offensive linemen that will be there in the second round for them. So Najee Harris, I mean – I don't have to talk much about him. We know we know how dynamic and good Najee Harris is. Yep. I think a lot of people are saying this is the fit for him, and I could see it. I mean, they 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 lost their running back um, in free agency. A lot of people want Najee Harris here. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think he's good. And honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, he kind of has some Le'Veon Bell in him. Can definitely catch the ball in the backfield. He's extremely patient. That's a good comp. I think I think he's gonna be really good at the next level. I, I do. think he's gonna be very good. North Cal guy. <laughs> yeah, now. Now, fine. Yeah. Um, but that's 24th pick, Pittsburgh Steelers, Najee Harris. That brings us yeah, to the you're Jacksonville. You're welcome for that one, Mac. Larry brings us to Jacksonville back for their second pick after they got a first rounder for Jalen Ramsey from the Rams. 
So this is the Ram spot, but the Jags will be taking this pick. At 25, who are the Jacksonville Jaguars selecting B? I don't know if they want to play, like, Good Samaritan to Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> uh, but I think they do. I think they go uh, Telvin Jenkins. Okay. Uh, yeah. Offensive line. lineman, Oklahoma State. He, dude, he's 6'6", 320. He's a freak. He's, he's big. Um, he's, he's a house. They need, they need some help on the offensive lineman. They have decent weapons. I like James Robinson. I like Chanel. So, like, it's not like necessarily, hey, go get him a wide receiver. I could see that in the second round. They got a pick and, you know, seven picks. Honestly, they had a really good draft last year. Yeah. They really did. I could see a safety here, but there's none like I like in this spot. Tackle, protect, Lawrence. Okay. Interesting. Um, So Back to be with the Browns, Calvin Jenkins goes to the Jaguars at 25. This is the Browns now at 26, and I think the Browns are now between two guys here that they really like. Um, All in all, I think they go with Jermaine Davis. Uh, linebacker out of Kentucky. They need a linebacker who can tackle. That's the one spot they're missing. He is all over the field. Jermaine Davis is a tackler. I could see Zayvon Collins here as well. I like Collins here a little bit more. I like Collins, but I think Jermaine Davis is more of a side-to-side, sideline-to-sideline ball tackler. Um, I think Collins is more of a playmaker, but I think they go Jermaine Davis as a true linebacker. In this scenario, I'm going to take the Browns to have Jermaine Davis from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. In this spot at number 26. But if Collins went here, I wouldn't be surprised either. I think they're both a good fits. Bringing up next to the Ravens, same division, number 27, Baltimore. Who do they take? This is another interesting one because, right, in my mind, I'm thinking wide receiver slam dunk here because you have a lot of really good receivers I see on the board. But at the same time, the GM just said, stop disrespecting our wide receivers. Yeah. So that's where it gets a little tricky. I don't see a lot of need for them. I mean, I know they just lost an edge rusher, but I like Terrence Marshall here. It's between him or Rashad Bateman for me here, and I really like him out of Minnesota, but I'm going to go Marshall here at LSU. I already talked about him before. He's extremely fast, and he's a body, and I think that's what the Ravens are missing is that big body receiver. They've got Marquise Brown. They've got kind of like the slot guys. They need the outside receiver that's really going to be a one-on-one and beat you downfield. Interesting. So... They go Terrence Marshall here at 27 to Baltimore Ravens. Give Lamar Jackson some little Could help. be a reach because there's a lot of good receivers ahead of him. Uh, that's about where I feel like he's going to go, somewhere in that bottom of the first round. I don't think it's too much of a reach. I actually like that pick there for the Ravens. Uh, that brings us to number 28 with the New Orleans Saints. B's actually going to take the Saints pick and the Packers pick. We're going to allow him to pick for his own team since he knows them better than anyone else. So, Blaine, Saints, who are they taking? I think they do. I mean, I think this is the – the Terrence Marshall pick. Mm. Um, so I'm going to go my fav- one of my favorite players in the draft, uh, Rashad Bateman, mm. Minnesota. Loved him all year. Tanner Morgan did him dirty. <laughs> he's, yeah, he did. He's, I actually think he's one of the best receivers this. in this class. Tanner Morgan did him dirty. I think just Minnesota was bad this year. Yeah. I think they were just bad. Um, which hurts because obviously, like, I want the Packers, you know, get another weapon. I love Bateman. So it all makes sense, right? <laughs> And I the got pain, back. To the, it's just, yeah, you're used I got back back picks, but if this man is sitting here, and the Packers are on the clock, and we do not get him, I will be upset, very upset. I want Zayvon Collins Ooh. from Tulsa. Ooh. It's not a, It's not a, the, one of our biggest needs. I, I could use the, you know. I, I thought use, you were gonna do Rondell Moore there. I you know we could use a receiver. We can use an offensive lineman. We can use a corner. Kings on a one year kind of you fucked up prove it deal. <laughs> um, but this guy balls. 
Yeah. Uh, I love him. You I got think Asante Samuel Jr. sitting there, too. I think Asante Samuel will keep falling. Oof. Um, but Zayvon Collins will not. That guy will go and start for us. And I, I agree. That. No, I think he's one of the more pro-ready we let, guys. We let uh, Kurtzy go. He's an injured guy. Didn't really prove it. We drafted um, the Minnesota linebacker, Kamal Martin, last year. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't even, you know, he was injured, concussion problems. I think Zayvon Collins goes and starts on our football team. We're really freaking good. I wow. like it. I like, I like that pick, too. So the Packers go Zayvon Collins. And Saints go Rashad Bateman. Um, two back-to-back really good picks. That leads us to the Bills at number 30. Uh, I have that pick. Um, I think if they made a splash, they go Travis Etienne here. They won't. Ooh. They won't, but I could see it. I could see it. I think they need a pass rusher really bad. Yeah. I think there's three really good ones on the board. I'm going with Gregory Rusi from Miami. I wow. think I think this is the pick for him here. Yeah. I could definitely see him them going with the kid, Jason Oe from Penn State or Illusory from Georgia. I think Rose is the guy here. So a lot Bill's of people have him falling uh, in this draft, but I like him. I like him a lot. I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe he's a transfer from Temple. And when uh, uh, Manny Diaz went to Temple and then came back, he brought him over there with him. He's really good. Um, like he was very undervalued when he was at Temple, but he's he's a, he's a dude. I think it's a good I think fit that's for the a Bills. Good fit for the Bills. I think they definitely need to add some pass rushing. That might be what they missed out on when they played Mahomes. Honestly, yeah. You know, what I mean, getting to the quarterback. Well, they have two pass rushers that are 30 years old, so they need <laughs> some guys that can go in and be young. Get Ed Oliver some help. Yeah, defense, I but can I, also see Asante Samuel Jr. They need corner help too, um, but I think they can't. Pa- they can't pass on one of these pass rushers if they're all there. Yeah, if they're all there, I think one of them goes. But what you started with is nice. Travis Etienne to a Buffalo would be sick. Yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if that's necessarily a fit for them. It though. is. They have too many you know? backs. They just do a little bit. Zach Moss isn't bad. He's really it's not. okay. He's I think just banged up. So that brings us to the two Super Bowl teams. Kay Morg has the Chiefs. What does Kansas City do here? This is a very interesting pick. Where do you have Kansas City going? This is a very interesting pick because, one, it's a team without a lot of holes, I think, honestly, because obviously they're a Super Bowl team. Um, it's tough because, you know, they lost both their offensive tackles. They signed one, and they got a cor- and they got a big center. So it's kind of like, all right, where do you go? I think they're going to give Mahomes another new shiny toy in Rondale Moore. Ooh. He's there. Are you Just have God. him sprint around the field. Give him Mahomes. He lost Sammy Watkins. Why not? You know what? Imagine what speed they're going to have. And they've got Hardman, Moore running around in the slot with Kelsey. That's disgusting. And Tyreek Hill. If they get Rondell Moore, like, that's disgusting. Tell me you don't see that happening. Oh, I 100% see that. Right. That is, that's so many playmakers that with the ball in their hand, they can do so many different things. If they get Rondell Moore there, that isn't. That's scary. That's terrifying. That's it doesn't matter terrifying. if you can pat, rush the pass. They're just going to run a screen. It, Rondell Moore is Tyreek Hill. He's a version of Tyreek Hill. That's what he does. A, same kind I of thought concept. he was Debo Samuel a second ago. He's both of them. <laughs> Jesus. He's you, got, you love this guy. I love Rondell Moore. That's I would not like scary. that. I would not like that at all. That's scary. Um, wow. So that brings us to the last pick of the draft, who I have with the Super Bowl champs. Tampa Bay Bucks. This is interesting as well. They're like the Chiefs, where they kind of have everything. Um, they kind of maybe go best available here. I'm gonna go Christian Barrymore here. D line. D line. Dominican Sue's older. You know he's getting up there in age. They need another guy. 
that can come in and learn from him, help that interior defense of theirs. Um, I could see a lot of different other guys here, but uh, I'm going I'm going Christian Barrymore to help the interior defense line for the Bucks. I like that pick. He's the only true you know D lineman in the first round projection, and he drops all the way to 32. I think that's a really good pick. He's obviously from the house of Saban, right. Alabama, so. He's gonna be good. He's gonna be good. He's gonna be good. He's not nearly as good as a Leonard Williams or um, Quinnen, is it Quinn, Quinnen Williamson? Quinn Williams. Yeah, like yeah. he's not as good as them, but he's a legitimate BAM offense defensive lineman, you know? All right, he's so not, that, that is our first round mock draft. Um, I know we just happened, but let's recap it a little bit. A couple guys fell. A couple guys fell. Let's talk about some notable names that fell to the second round. Um, Jason Owee from Penn State we talked about. Yep. Ed Rusher, he's the second round. Elijah Moore, receiver from Ole Miss that people love. Falling yep. to the second round. You got Asante Samuel Jr. Um, Aziz Alori from Georgia going to the second round. Um, ETN. Travis ETN, which we kind of maybe figured. Yeah. Osai um, from Texas. Yeah, was that's really good. Yeah, he's um, Alex Leatherwood. They talked about possible first rounder. Um, Blaze but, guy Landon Dickerson. Yeah, I I think it's one of those though where like a couple edges go and then that bunch of edge rushers, you know, maybe outside linebackers don't really have a spot for them identified yet. Are all going to be in that same position and then like the second round, probably around you know. Panthers, they go on a run. I think they, they go, go on a run. I think offensive linemen and edge rushers go on a run early second round. Mm-hmm. I think there's gonna be a lot of good guys left. Yeah. It's kind of like last year when you had um, Epinesa and then also Gross Matos. They went late first round, right. and they same, were the, kind of like the number same, one and similar two. type. Yeah, they go in like on. the twenty eight thirty range, and then it's kind of like the flood. Yeah, I think there's a lot of good players on the board. If this is the case. I mean. Shoot, we, we, who's your best available now? Who do you who do you like that's gonna be pro ready? Who's a guy? Um, I want to say Elijah Moore, but I'm gonna go with Largery from Georgia. Mm-hmm. Aziz, I think he's an absolute freak of an edge. Again, rusher. from from the house of Georgia, yeah. great defense. Yeah, I think he'd be my guy here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, or fuck, Alex Leatherwood is a fucking stud. <laughs> Alex <laughs> Leatherwood is a dude. Yeah, he's really like, good. Yeah, he's he's. Good. he's Arguably a starter for a long time. Yep. And I, I love Alex Otherworld. And if, the, if he falls to the Bengals at pick five in the second round, if we go Jamar Chase, I'm completely happy with it, not taking so well. But that's such a risk. Yeah, yeah it's a take. risk. Yeah. That's the risk. You need um, I'm right there with you. I think best available, I said earlier, is the guy that was right next to him all season, mm-hmm. Landon Dickerson. He, I think, I actually think the Chiefs go him at uh, 31. I could see that. I could see that too. I like Joseph Asai available still from Texas. He's a good edge rusher. I really like him. I think he's a pro-ready guy. Um, outside of him, my other guy is Creed Humphrey from Oklahoma. Center, yeah. four, three, four-year starter, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, I really like him. He's been an All-American, uh, lineman of the year multiple times. I think he's another pro-ready guy that's going to come right into an offense to start. I like him a lot. That's a good I'll pick. say one, one day two guy. This is, this is a stretch. Okay. There's one day two guy that could get picked really early. Um, is the tight end from Penn State, Pat? Pat. Yeah. I, I'm not even gonna try his last name. Yeah. No, it's Pat. It's Pat. Um, he's really good. He okay. reminds me of George Kittle. No, and stop it. That's that's my pro comp. <laughs> and we've seen it before. I think a, a mid second round, early second round could happen. Okay. 
All right, so moving I'm not, on. I'm not to... against you. I'll give you the better tight end in this draft, who I think the Bengals should take advantage of, is Tommy Tremble from Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Style, here but we I've seen a lot of mocks with him going to the second or third round. No, it's going to be at least third or fourth. He's okay, maybe not second, but third round, fourth round. He's more not like second with what's on the board. Still. He's more no, George Kittle after our draft. <laughs> but he can block. Okay. He played fullback and tight end for us. He's a great blocker. Notre Dame billion tight ends. He kind of got taken over a little bit by Michael Mayer. Pat, Pat shits on his freshman. Pat, sh- Pat shits on it. his head. Stop it. He's mm-hmm. very good. I think if the Bengals could get him in the third round, I think that's a steal for you. So moving on, based on our picks, we all had a bunch of picks. Mm-hmm. Who was your favorite pick, and who are you surprised fell to you? It might be the same guy, maybe different. Okay, Moore, who is your guy that your favorite pick out of all the teams you took and why? I mean, there's a couple things that it's like if Slater falls to 13 to the Chargers, I think they are ecstatic. Uh, I think it's right. ecstatic. Like, I, I think if that truly were to happen, I don't know if it does, but if the Chargers get him at 13, then that's the absolute steal of the draft, I think. Gotcha. Uh, I, I like that pick as well. I think yeah. I'm right with, with you. Um, I think the Giants get Jaden Waddle. I think they're jumping through hula hoops. I think. <laughs> He's a absolute freak. You put him on the other side of Galladay. Now you're talking about a real receiving threat. Mm-hmm. Now you're saying no excuses for Danny Dimes. So at least you know. Yeah. If he can't play, at least you know. But you have Saquon Barkley. You have freaking Jalen Waddle, Kenny Galladay. Yeah. You have you have a good yeah. core. Uh, my I think one of my favorites is your Jets second pick, uh, Greg Newsom. Ooh, Greg Newsom. Like you talked about. Um, a little bit of reach. Getting Robert Slaw that corner, it, I think, is key. I think he loves those guys. I think Greg Newsom is better than a lot of people think. What was your pick that you liked? The, that I liked? You guys said it. Slater at Slater 13, 13 is sexy. That is a pick. I think he goes eight. That's why at 13, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Is there anyone you surprised slipped in this draft a little bit? Fell farther than they maybe should have. You know, was there any surprises in this mock draft that you think could happen in the actual draft? Tough, 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 tough. I'll start. I think Mac Jones. Yeah. I think people are going to get hesitant and maybe not trade up for him. And he could slide a little bit. Maybe all the way to 15 to the Patriots. Maybe even farther in the 20s. Yeah. I think he could go on a, on a free fall. Uh, mine mine is uh, Christian Barrymore, the, the last last pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 32. I think he will go higher. Um, he's just... Like, you want a starter on your defensive line, you draft him. I'm not saying he's going to get 12 sacks a year, but I'm saying you're instantly better on the defensive line when you get him. Mm-hmm. I like him. I like him over some of the the, the, the edges, you know, Phillips and uh, the guy from Miami. Uh, I just do. I, I think you, a guy like that just starts on your football team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Chase at seven is a little bit – I the pick four – I think set the tone for this mock, to be honest with you. Lance going four caused kind of a ripple effect of, okay, best available, I think, honestly. Because then it's like Dolphins almost were forced to take pits because I think he, I think personally he probably goes four to the Falcons there because I think they probably might take him. I, I think, think that take, was a ripple effect. I think effect. they take Chase over pits if that's the scenario in real life. Okay. Can you imagine Julio, I mean, Ridley, come on, that, yeah, Julio, Julio Ridley, and, and Chase. Chase. Come on. They're going to yeah. go pits. No, I'm saying the Dolphins. Oh, I'm saying the Dolphins. The Dolphins oh, have a given choice. Pitts and Chase. Yeah, I'm, I'm Chase. with I'm with Cody. I, I think don't they think they go Chase over Pitts. Maybe, maybe. But then the then the Lions go Pitts. Then, 100 percent, 100 percent. Those two are interchangeable. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Mm. I don't think that matters. I think it matters a little bit. I like TJ Hawkinson. Hawkinson's a top five, top seven tight end. That's bold. 
Oh, it's uh, not. He had a good top year. seven. Okay, maybe not top five. Come on. I you have I moved, three. I moved it to seven just because I I didn't go down the list yeah. immediately. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, we don't have to go down that route. Right. Top seven. All in all, good mock draft. I think it's very. I mean, we might be way off. We'll see. We'll no, we're always way off because you know, you know how many trades happen, how many different things happen. Because here's the biggest I thing. I promise you, any any listener goes and writes one through thirty-two, you'll get three right. Maybe. Well, we do that. We do do that. We do do that. Side note: we kind of how we do our bold predictions and everything for the NFL. We end up writing out our own personal mock draft, what we Which think we is going to happen. Which we need to turn in soon. We'll turn those in. We'll get that out. We'll release it. See how we end up doing. We do bolds with it as well. Um, my question for you guys is, who do you think a team will reach on in this draft to where they might be projected in the 28 range, but they're going to go like 12, 12 to 15? That's who, a good who question. Who is that player? Because there's always that player. The Saints two years ago took the guy out of UTSA. Yeah. Um, even the Packers, when they took Rashawn Gary that year, he was like an early second round projection. He no, went kind of mid, mid first round. He fell off, but... The mid-season of that college football season, that guy was like... No, I'm not saying four. he's a bust. I think Rashawn Gary was good, and he was the number one player at a high school yeah. when he went to Michigan. He's good. But again, in that projection at that time, that was a little bit of a reach. I think the the one player that goes in maybe, the t- I'll say top 15, that mm-hmm. could you know get picked the same if you had picked 28. Mm-hmm. <sighs> say the TCU safety. Interesting. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the guy Kevin took is Phillips. I think Phillips has a chance to go. I think really he has high. a ton of upside. Yeah, and I think someone bites on the upside and they take him really early. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a trade up necessarily, but I think someone takes him really early. I could actually see the Vikings at 14 taking him. Yeah. Um, like I said, obviously we know Zimmer's a big defensive guy. He loves his linebackers. He loves his DNs. I would not be surprised if he went as early as 14. My other guy is Terrence Marshall. I think really? people fall in love with his kind of. His height, really. His speed. I think he's underlooked by the media because Jamar Chase. He's physical, especially yeah. if if Chase Smith and Waddle all go early. Really, really, yeah. If they all three go before ten, look from ten to you know fifteen. Terrence Marshall I think gets that's reached a huge on. Reach, but it could yeah. happen. It could happen. Mm-hmm. Could happen. So, all in all, that's our mock. It was a great mock draft. Send us your mock draft. Send us your one through thirty. Whoever gets closest. 32. Sorry, 32. Any other 32? big storylines that we got to address? Asante Samuel Jr.? Yeah, fall, f- fell out of our first round. And I think the Packers are kind of high on him, actually, if I'm not mistaken. No, we're not getting him. You don't like him? We're not getting him. I'll tell you right now, we're not getting him. Why? We're fine. <laughs> You're fine. Your secondary is fine. All right. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> Send us your mocks. The Niners need secondary. God, if we're going to be on the conversation... Whoever whoever's closest to getting the actual mock, most picks right, uh, will win a free T-shirt from us. So make sure you send us <laughs> your picks. Um, whoever's closest will give you a free T-shirt. So see if you can beat us. We'll all do our individual ones. We'll post them on social. Um, we're happy to be back, guys. Uh, we won't be in the studio every week, but we'll be in as much as we possibly can leading up into the summer and football season as we're not far away, boys. No, we're not. The and we'll definitely have a draft recap episode. We did that. That yeah. was like our episode two yeah. of doing this podcast a year ago. So we have to do a draft recap. Winners, losers, all the that above. That was a fun episode. Oh, I, love, I love that episode. There's nothing better than the draft and then talking about. UFCs and, you know, we got to get back into that. People mm-hmm. love our UFC. Definitely. We love our UFC. We love it. So we'll get back to the UFC. Baseball's we'll go back here. to the movies. We got baseball. Basketball is going to begin in the playoffs soon. 
we'll be touch on that. We're back, boys. No, We're one, back. no one watches basketball until the playoffs anyways. TD Podcast Season 2 is here. Um, we're here to stay. Check us out on Instagram. We'll be doing some Zooms that we'll post on IGTV. We'll be in studio. Um, look for the updates on our Instagram stories as well as our Twitter. Thanks for following along. Thanks for being back with us. We appreciate it. We're here. It's draft coverage. We're back, baby. Season 2, TD Podcast. We're out.